Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 178 of the Big Boob Cast. It's April, everybody. Took a minute for April to arrive, but I'm so happy to say that she is here. We can all be grateful for that. On this episode of the podcast, Melanie and I are going to talk about all the exciting things that have happened in our lives over the course of the last week, like the times that we've been to the grocery store and the different things that we've cooked it's kind of kind of all we have this minute but we're also going to talk to our friend Karen Howell who has one of our favorite Twitter accounts because we thought you know what we're all home you may be a little bit bored Karen Howell will brighten your time at home and your time on social media so we're going to talk to Karen some about midway through the episode and more than anything we just hope that you are safe and well and that your family and your loved ones are safe and well and that everybody's washing their hands and staying healthy and remember together we can get through anything we're going to get through this so we hope you're having a good week so far and we thank you so much as always for being here we hope you enjoy episode 178 Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. We're still home. Still home. We're still home. We're still home. Now, we had an outing on Saturday. We went to the ranch um, just to have a little, yeah, just to have a little outing because we just needed a change of scenery. So um, it's funny how I've never really been one to go to the ranch, but now it's like on Saturdays when Perry's like, I'm going to go to the ranch. You want to go? I'm like, yes, Mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. I want to go. Like, it's just a change of scenery. We fished. I caught a perch that probably weighed 0.2 pounds. Well done. Um, yeah, it was, it was, I got in touch with nature. Piper and Maple got to run and because that's a big thing. Like I didn't think about it. It's like, we're having to walk them on a leash right now because people are out everywhere, which is so good. But like everybody's out. So used to like, I could go down to our nature trails and just let them run because right. especially when kids were in school, like it was empty enough to let them run. Well now I mean, there's people everywhere. And so, um, but it's good for them to get to go down to the ranch and they get to run and, you know, roam free, which they need. Right. They were, I saw on your Instagram, they were doing some digging this past weekend. Hey, listen, you've never seen two more optimistic dogs than I posted that on Instagram and people were like, do they ever get one? And I'm like, no, they never one time have gotten one. Like it's, it's just a dream, but I appreciated the way Mabel would like dig at that. It's like irrigation 
pipes and the mice go in there and then she would like put her whole mouth around the end of that pipe like a like somehow she thought a mouse was maybe just going to go running into her mouth <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. oh, so anyway we did that so it was good to have a little outing and um but other than that yeah we've pretty much just been here yeah, we've been, we've pretty much just been here. I did, I, yesterday, you know, I have to go every day and walk in, for my sanity. But yesterday, mm-hmm. the, the the trails where I walk, it was so crowded. Like, and and listen, I get it. Uh, it's, you know. Yeah. Um, but it was so crowded, I ended up leaving because I was like, I cannot, I cannot walk safely here. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, like there was, it was, it was like, essentially it was like trying to walk to a, a football stadium. You know, it was that yeah. kind of like, there were just people everywhere. And yeah. so, um, so I was sad. So this morning I went early and okay. I was delighted that it was nearly deserted. So that was, that was, that was good. I mean, everybody's trying to figure it out and everybody's trying to figure out a routine and, yeah. and how to, how to get outside a little bit and how to, you know, break up the monotony of the, the days. I have decided I don't like the weekends. I don't like the weekends. Okay. Yeah, I think that's, well, I think that's part of why I was glad to go to the ranch is because the weekends feel really strange to yeah. not have any change well, in your schedule. A, it's or not like, a relief from anything. Like normally mm-mm. the weekend's like, oh, what are we going to do this weekend? Where are we, you know, do y'all want to go out to eat? What do we want to do? Who Do we want to get together with some people? And and it's just like, it's it feels I don't know. There's, it's not a relief. It's, yeah. you can't do anything differently than you do during the week. And then for me, like during the weeks, at least like this keeps me busy, you know, doing, working on the podcast or working on book stuff or whatever. And then on the weekends, nobody's emailing you like, nobody's, yeah. it's yeah. just, um, I don't know. It's, it's strange. So yeah, it, it's strange. I feel like, I mean, I baked a cake. I feel like every day I'm like, what do y'all want me to bake today? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've got to stop. Like I've got to, I've got to, there's a couple of things that bad habits. Number one, I bake, I'm baking cookies and cakes or something all the time right now. And then number two, I bought this giant grab size bag, like the, with the Ziploc on top of M&Ms, like plain M&Ms, because I was going to use mm. it to make monster cookies. And now like, I think like a handful of M&Ms every time I walk through the kitchen is like a normal thing. Like so this delicious. morning I like got up. And before I like made my coffee, I grabbed a handful of like, I was like, well, these are my breakfast M&Ms. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's, that's not good. Like, that's not good for anybody right now. Have you put on any pants that button? Um, well, I did when we went to the ranch on Saturday, cause I had, I wore jeans. Okay. So I did, that was my first day, but I also, I very deliberately put on like these gray jeans that I have that are more like jeggings. They just happen to have a button. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know that I want to know about a real pair of jeans right now. I feel like it would hurt my feelings and I don't need that kind of negativity in my life right. along with the coronavirus. I'm just trying to stay positive. I think I'm going to try my jeans on this afternoon. Like I think, I mean, at this point it's been two, <laughs> two and a half weeks. Is that right? Is that yeah. how long we've been home? No. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. What is my, it all runs I don't together. Know. You've been home 52 weeks is what you're, is what you're wondering. So I thought I need to put on, I just need to, I just need to make sure like I'm not, I'm not headed in a, in a, in a a bad bad direction. direction. You know, I just need to make sure. Um, So I'm going to, I'm going to, after I'm going to take a shower later on this afternoon and then I'm going to try on jeans. I'm going to see if we're still okay. 
So, okay. but then I don't know if I'm not, I don't know what to do because I mean, it's like Travis said at some point this week on Twitter, he was like, well, it's eight o'clock. Like, it's- yeah, <laughs> that's it. And then I'm like, what do I need to do if I'm not going to eat? And I'm like, maybe, maybe I t- if I take a nap, I'll quit eating, you know? And I'm like, that's not really good either. Like, that's, that's not a good solution. Mm-hmm. I know. It's something else. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. But I will say that Perry went, so he ran up to, because he's been riding his bike every day and he ran up to our bike store, uh, I don't know, sometime last week to get his tire aired up. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they told him that they've got like 200 bikes on back order right now. Cause so many people are coming in and buying bicycles. So here's, here's really like, if we're going to look at the bright side of the situation, which mm-hmm. feels yeah. like it's harder and harder to do every day because it's a, it's a, it's a bleak situation. But I mean, you think about the bike shops Mm-hmm. And people wanting to buy bicycles, and the amount of the amount of families I saw together yesterday at the park, or there's something to all that that's hopeful to me. Like, yes. like even in the midst of the bleakness and the darkness, there's something that's that's being repaired. You know what uh-huh. I mean? I don't know. Uh-huh. I agree. I mean, I think if you choose to, I mean, I think families have never spent more time together. Uh-huh. Um, and which I think is good. And I think that we're spending time outside because it's the whole, I mean, we've laughed, like we've lived in our house for 22 years and we're like, we've seen neighbors and dogs and people that we have never seen before. But I think right. it's because everybody's so desperate to get outside. Um, and so I think where you used to come home and spend your downtime being on your phone or your device, well, now you've been on your phone and mm-hmm. device all day long. So you're like, I need to do something else. And so, I mean, like today is a big day for me because I'm going to the grocery store later which is going to be my one outing of the week. And then I've got to go drop off a package at UPS um, because I have two anthropology things to return. Um, And, you know, that's, that's, that's the extent of my outing. So then I'm also going to take a walk because I need to get out again. Like I can't just stay in the walls of my house. Yeah, I can't either. And I just, you know, I didn't, I I feel like I didn't even know it about myself. Like I, (laughs) I didn't even know. I didn't even know how much I would need. I mean, I know my personality needs outside, but I mean, I did not know it it is like a lifeline at this point. It Mm -hmm. is, it is significant. Well, because never had, you think we've never had this where we've just been home. I mean, nobody's ever had this, like where you're home and you're not sick and you feel good, but you can't go anywhere or do anything or make any plans. Now, did I send you the article that's all that was about the Gen Xers and how we were made for this time? Yes. I mean, I sent it to my college friends and my friend Katie was like, this is encouraging because mm-hmm. we get, we get credit for nothing and maybe rightfully so, but yeah. like you're Gen Xers, this is our time to shine. Here's why we, we like to follow the rules by and large. Like right. we, we're not mm-hmm. big authority challengers as a, as yep. a general rule. Um, yep. We are, we are people who grew up like learning to immerse ourselves in media in order, like kind of the first generation, I think that really was just like, if it's on, I'll watch it, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's never been a pro before. Mm-hmm. Like that's never really been mm-hmm. a strength, but it is no. now. Yeah. We're used to being, we're used to being neglected. Nobody pays attention to us. We got home. We were our, we were the first generation of latch. I mean, and I was that kid. I remember I had my key around my neck and I would mm-hmm. let myself in and I would watch Brady Bunch reruns and eat a bowl of, 
Frosted Flakes, and yeah. that was my after name. So, you know? yeah, when they said, like, we would watch anything, we didn't care if it was Old I Dream of Jeannie uh-huh. and Bewitched and Brady Bunch, and that is the truth. That's what I watched in the afternoons. Yeah. Father Knows Best, yeah. whatever. You serve yeah. it up. I will receive it. <laughs> and <laughs> so, and and we do, is it, but I think because we grew up with grandparents who belong to the greatest generation, Mm-hmm. So we will, so we heard those stories and so we will get on board. Like, yeah, we, we will get on. If there is some sort of nationwide effort, we, we are, we, we're, we're with you. We're, we're not going to rock the boat. We're not going to look for the conspiracy. Nope. We're going to, we're going to get in it and, and, and tend to that thing. Yeah. And, and so I, I don't know. I feel like it's it's been kind of a sweet little thing because because when I read that article, I was like, oh, this is totally me. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just like, where's the box of Pop-Tarts in the in the trick cereal? Yeah. And we're good to go. We're good to go. If, we, if we've got cereal and Pop-Tarts, we're fine. Yeah. That's so all you need. That's all you need. Um, yeah. I thought yesterday, I can't remember. Was I talking? I don't remember who I was talking to about the the things that you have kind of realized that you can't live without for whatever reason. Mm -hmm, Oh, it was mm -hmm. in a group text with my college friends and they were saying like different things. And here's what I've realized about myself. I apparently have some, some scarcity issues when it comes to cheese. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Like, like if there's one thing that every time I've been to the grocery store, since we've been in the middle of this, I'm going to buy cheese. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we may not have meat, but we will have uh-uh. cheese. Well, you don't want to get out, run out of cheese. I mean, it's basically a, it's a side dish for pretty much everything that you're going to make. Is. It is. So what's yeah. your thing that you like that you have found yourself going every time you go? That's that's what I grab. Uh-huh. Um, I think cheese would fall under cheese and butter uh-huh. or mine like I, every time I'm worried about our butter I feel like mm-hmm. we've been drinking more milk since we've been but I think it's because Caroline is up to maybe three bowls of frosted flakes a day so right. I feel like we're going through our milk a lot faster um that's been one and then just general like snack foods like I just need um I just need to know that I've got snacks on hand yeah that's me I don't care as much about the meals but I but I need to know that there are snacks Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is again Gen Xer, I feel like three yeah. three. Yeah, but my and I feel like my go-to snacks: cheese and crackers, chips and salsa. Um, I ordered in some Torchies queso and avocado salsa last week, and that just mm-hmm. was like gave me life to eat that. Um, yeah, so it's just that's that's the kind of stuff that I feel like those are my go-to's, and then something sweet. But that has been a new thing for me, where I used to be able to bake and it wasn't, but now. I would only bake once every couple of weeks, but now I do it just kind of out of like, well, here's something to do. I can mm-hmm. bake a cake. Mm-hmm. David asked me yesterday, he was like, why don't you get the blocks of cheese and then you could grate them in the food processor and that would be something else to do. And I thought, well, yeah. all right, sure. Uh, that's yeah, what, it, that's it's what it's come fun. to. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. I've, I can't right now. I've got to grate my cheese. <laughs> I, yeah. I wish I could. Mm-hmm, I wish but, I could, but okay. I got to grate my cheese right now. Mm-hmm. Hey y'all, a quick break in the podcast to talk to you about Magic Spoon. I don't know about y'all, but this is quite a time to try to manage your carb and sugar intake. We're home so much and the carby things and the sweet things sound so delicious all the time. 
but Magic Spoon can come in really handy in the middle of all that. Magic Spoon is a cereal that has zero grams of sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. It comes in four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry, so a lot of the flavors of our childhoods. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. So that's pretty impressive. All in all, it is just a better cereal option, especially right now when things that are carby and sugary are so attractive. Caroline loves Magic Spoon. I've mentioned that before, but I think especially if you are trying to cut down on your carbs and your sugar and your unhealthy food right now, if you are trying to play it smart when we are a little more confined than we normally are, this is such a great option. So if you would like to try Magic Spoon, go to magicspoon.com bigboo to get a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code BIGBOO at checkout to get free shipping. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash BIGBOO and use the code BIGBOO for free shipping. Thanks Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. Alrighty, back to 178. Um, okay, so we're going to talk in just a little bit about diversions, but before we get into that, we wanted to talk to one of our favorite diversions on Twitter. That's and, right. And that is Karen Howell, who is just a delight and a joy on Twitter. And we have mentioned her Twitter account several times at various points on the podcast, but um, she's such a great person to follow um, because she is hilarious. And yeah. um she is refreshing in her ability to stay focused on just what is funny in the moment. So we are so happy to have her with us today. Okay, here we are. Here we are. So so we thought it would just be fun because all we have to talk about right now are diversions, right? Like that's all we've that's all we've got. Exactly. Yeah. I mean we have the Lord, but besides the Lord, <laughs> we really just have diversions. Yes. So since you're one of our favorite Twitter diversions, we thought it would be fun to talk about your skill at, at, at diverting us and entertaining well, us. It is, it is really surreal to talk to y'all right now because if I forget to talk, it's because I've just assumed I'm listening to an episode. Mm. So, <laughs> Well, you got a firsthand look just now at the professional level of um, production that we have and how smoothly that runs. So that's... You got it going. I'm a little sweatier than I was five minutes ago, but it's going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is, we're used to this. It's like, it's like, what? It's not working. And then my internet even went down. You missed that whole thing where I was like, well, now my internet's not even working. So. And, and the, and the reason why Melanie's internet's not working is because Caroline's home doing remote learning and she is, she's on the internet and you can't have two shankles on the internet at once. It'll all go south. It'll all go south. No, and I think we have three because I think Perry's actually on the internet right now too. So we, um, so we're just we're we're loading up. AT and T is working hard right now. That little mouse on a wheel is like furiously running. <laughs> hey, um, so Perry's home, huh? Yeah, he's home. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, so Karen, um, if I, I feel like most of the people who listen to our our little podcast are well familiar with you because we have talked about you several times, but just in case somebody is not, how did, how did you, um, how did you build your little corner of the Twitter world? Do you feel like, was it deliberate? <laughs> um, not really. I think, 
I don't think I got on in like 2009, I mm-hmm. think. And then slowly, um, a few people with a lot of followers, um, I would respond to them. And so eventually a few of them started following me and then would retweet stuff, mostly sports stuff. Yes. Um, and yes. so, so that, that, and then just a couple of big tweets here and there that, <laughs> and when y'all uh, mentioned me on your show the first time, I think that might have added like maybe 600 or 700 people. So y'all are quite the influence. Oh, well, well you well, know, we we really are out here influencing yeah. tens of people <laughs> on a regular basis. We are. I, listen, I just am so delighted to be associated with the term influencer. I, I, um, it makes me feel like I need to go contour my cheekbones and um, maybe put on a hat <laughs> or something. I think that feels like yes. the right move. Did, did y'all see that meme that said, quarantine day 14, everyone thinks they're an influencer? <laughs> Listen, I thought last night, I thought Instagram Live's going to go live. It's what's going to happen. Like it's all, it's going to fold in on itself. I was just trying to scroll through Instagram and the number of, of individuals who were going live, like I was mm-hmm. like, oh my, this is, if, if, if I were trying to keep up with it at all, it would be impossible to keep up with it all. But, well, and yeah. I saw a, um, uh, a thing about Garth and Trisha are maybe going to do another live mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Wednesday night they're mm-hmm. doing a CBS. It's on CBS. They're doing a live uh, show. It looks like this Wednesday. CBS, which I guess, <laughs> CBS on... was like, "We need that March Madness money made up somewhere." It's <laughs> exactly right. Everybody's like, "What can we do for entertainment?" Mm-hmm. Call Garth and Trisha. I hear they're broadcasting out of their house. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know any any kind of thing that we can get because it really does feel like. So here's what I need to know, Karen, because you we have similar uh tv taste is so what are you what are you watching right now i know you gave us your whole list but like what are you personally watching right now right um ozarks is what i've watched or ozark i don't know if there's an s on there my mother-in-law would put put an s on there she would say she would call it the ozarks i'm watching the ozarks Uh uh-huh whatever it's called um i'm on the third season of that and it's pretty good um but I was at my mom's this weekend and she does not watch it. So I was having to sprinkle it in when I could. Okay. But have y'all watched um, Tiger King? No. Not yet. Do you know what I'm talking because about? Because I'm waiting on Perry. Yes, you know about Tiger King. So. Oh, yeah. I know about Tiger King. I just haven't yeah. watched it yet. I want to. I also want to watch Ozark. I uh, almost started it Saturday. And then I thought, no, like, I, not yet. So, but I for sure want to watch both of those things. Yeah, I considered powering through Ozark last night, and then I thought that's kind of a downer way to start my week because mm-hmm. it's not the most uplifting show. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> but Tiger King is. Did y'all listen to S Town? Yes. It Sophie is like, did. I did not. Well, Sophie will get this description when she watches it because it's like S Town in the sense that you have no clue where it's going next. Mm-hmm. But just when you think it can't get crazier and more redneck, it gets crazier and more redneck okay. with fewer teeth and more mess. It is a roller coaster. One of my brother's friends asked this weekend if she should watch it. And I said, Yes, you should watch it because everyone else is watching it and we're all at home with nothing to do and talking about it. That's so right. if for no other reason than to get all of the memes and appreciate all the memes okay yeah yeah okay i'm i'm ready i've been trying to wait on perry because 
Gully, my best friend started watching it and she told me, she said, you really, it's not meant to necessarily be watched alone because you, number one, it may make you feel dirty. And number two, she said, you need to look at somebody and go, did I just hear that right? Like, did I just hear what they said? She was like, you really oh, need man. that. Those are good, good words of wisdom, man. Okay. I feel like it may be one of, I would feel like I would like to watch it with Perry too. Like, I feel yeah. like I would like Perry's reactions. Not, And I don't even know that much about it. Except that I feel like it's a it's a show that I would want to be in the same room with Perry when he was watching it. Well, somebody said on Twitter that it was that that when you know that it, it's an interesting show when the most rational person is the woman who had her arm bitten off by a tiger and went to work <laughs> two days later. <laughs> I can't. Okay. It'll be to see that because Perry is funny because he'll either be all in and we'll watch the whole thing in one night or he's going to watch half see and I don't know which way he's going to go because he could watch half of an episode and go this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen and then like he he turns it off off just on principle right alone. yeah I think so, you might have to guard against yeah. that the, the first episode is not the most uh impressive really <laughs> I think you get pulled in with the second okay the second okay. is where you start getting pulled in okay Okay, that's that's a good that's a good word, Karen. That's a good word. Hey, y'all, it's me all by myself in the middle of the episode to talk to you about yoga sleep. As you know, Melanie and I are obsessive sleepers. Melanie has a very specific pillow arrangement that is crucial to a good night's sleep for her. I have a whole order of events that I like to follow, including a little bit of time to read before I go to sleep. And we're both huge fans of white noise when we sleep, which is why I'm so delighted to tell you about Yoga Sleep. They have been making products for sleep for over 50 years, and they actually invented the DOM, which is the very first white noise machine. They know how to make trusted sleep products that work, and white noise is actually a natural approach to better sleep and relaxation, which has been super helpful, I know for me. Yoga Sleep makes sound machines for home, travel, and baby. They actually started in 1962 when their founder invented the original sound conditioner with a real fan inside. And this brand has been beloved by millions ever since. Their products are backed by a 101 night promise, meaning you can try them risk-free. And many of their sound machines are assembled at their North Carolina-based headquarters. Their team even hand signs the quality control stickers on the bottom, which is kind of cool. Yoga Sleep also makes other quality sleep products. And I think that if you are going through a season where it is difficult for you to sleep or it's difficult for your children to sleep, this product could be a real comfort and help to you. So if you would like to try one of the original DOMs or one of Yoga Sleep's other products, you go to yogasleep.com slash big boo and you can save an exclusive 20% off a sound machine for natural sleep for the whole family. That is yogasleep.com slash big boo to get 20% off yogasleep.com slash big poo here we go back to 178 oh my word okay so tiger king is there the ozark is there anything else that you feel like is is necessary during this time uh i think little fires everywhere melanie mentioned that last week Uh, i've only watched one episode but i think that's gonna be a good one to watch yeah it is totally sucked me in like I'm living for because I'm all caught up now and so the new episodes are coming out on Wednesday so I can't and that was I was talking to two of my friends that are watching it and they read the book and they said oh the crazy hasn't even begun yet like it hasn't and I'm watching every episode like oh my gosh what's about to happen and they said oh just wait so yeah um, so I can't wait 
Reese is making me a little uncomfortable uh, <laughs> in a good uh, way. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But nobody plays that role better than Reese. Like she's, she can be so uptight. Like, and I, and I, I speculate it's because she grew up in Nashville and went to like a very upper middle class private school so like she knows that person and she could have grown up to be that person and so she knows how to play that person yeah yeah I went to um here Sophie did you go hear her when she came through Birmingham on her book tour I did not I did not um I went that night and she said that when she was in high school and they took senior portraits they the photographer sent home an order form and you could check a box to have an oil painting done of your portrait. <laughs> <laughs> she said she said that her mom ordered it and that it's still in her dining room okay. so yeah uh-huh. there you go okay that's commitment that's I barely even or I don't even order school pictures these days much less an oil painting an oil painting my goodness um okay so I haven't started watching that either y'all have had a hard time watching stuff like I feel like I just can't my attention span is not is not good right now. So I've had a hard time kind of committing to a show, but I'm going to try to do better this week. That's going to be one of my personal have, goals. Have you watched any movies? No, I haven't watched anything except for I've watched Hometown. That's the only thing I've watched on HGTV. Yeah. And then I'll oh, wait. That's not true. I did watch the first couple of episodes of Making the Cut, the new, um, the Tim Gunn. Oh, yeah, films. I did too. And yeah, I, I watched that too. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was an interesting twist that they don't eliminate, they don't like save the elimination for the end. Right. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. And I don't know if you know this, Karen, but the, the woman who is the executive producer of that show is from Meridian. Oh, I didn't know that. mm -hmm. And so I always have this little hometown thing when I watch it where I'm like, well, just look at Sarah Ray, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) I think it's interesting. I loved, I love Tim Gunn. I'm so happy to see him again. It was like, it was like running into an old friend. I felt like when he popped up on my TV screen again. Yeah, yeah, it was good. We all needed that. We did. Um, okay, so just a just a quick question about the process, Karen. When you're, especially, I feel like the process is really high level and and demanding for you on Twitter <laughs> during football season. So, do you have do you have drafts? Like, how do you how do you, do you have a folder somewhere with like? Just some, just some gifs you want to get to eventually, like you're just waiting for the right moment to pull it out, or is it all spur of the moment? Like you, like something happens, you get the gif, you write the tweet, and you, and you post it. It's usually that um, if I've used the the gif or gif, whatever we're gonna call it, um, and or the video, um, if I've used it before in a tweet, then I usually will remember what I said in that tweet, and so I'll just do a search for. Um, my handle and those keywords that I think I said in the tweet. And that's usually how I find it. Um, But sometimes like if there's a game that's really exciting, like, I don't know, maybe LSU versus Mm A&M where they go into 750. Yes. Yes. Um, Then I'll start thinking like, okay, this is going to end. And I might have a drafts folder there depending on which way the game ultimately goes. Because as Melanie knows, that one switched back and forth quite a few times. It did. It did. That stressed us out. I was too stressed to be on the Twitter being funny in that moment. <laughs> it's like the more emotionally invested I am, usually the quieter I have to be on Twitter. It's right. usually when I'm watching other stressful games for other people that I feel like I do my best work. Yes. You know, yeah. like, yes. yeah, that's when um, I'm not as emotionally involved. Melanie has some exciting news, Karen, that I think she probably would share What's with that? you at this juncture. Listen, 
Okay, so yesterday I was looking, I woke up yesterday morning and I was looking on Twitter and I just looked at my notifications to, to see what I had and I got a notification that Coach Ed Ogeron is now following me on Twitter. Shut up. <laughs> I, don't I, don't know. Know. I don't know. What? I don't, what did you do? I don't know. I looked back. I haven't done anything. I don't know what I've done. I don't I know why. I that I can do it. I don't, I don't know what happened. And now I'm like... I, I like I had zero chill about it. I immediately sent a screenshot of it to Sophie because I'm like, what happened? Like, I, I don't know. It wasn't football season. I really haven't even been tweeting that much. Like, I don't I don't know why he decided you think to follow you read me. on the bright side. Well, I mean, probably. I mean, that... <laughs> probably more like more likely Piper and Mabel. <laughs> I wonder if somebody like somebody he knows or some family member of his mentioned that there was a woman from San Antonio on the internet who was obsessed with him. Like, yeah. you know, like if maybe he got word of mouth, maybe, I don't know, but like. Because we talked about him so much on the podcast. So part of me thought you were going to say that he had started following you too, because no. I feel like we have talked about how happy we are for him. What a good fit he is at LSU. Listen, I'd love to have him on the podcast. That's I just, what I was going to say. I, I don't know. It's just yeah. kind of interesting. So I don't, you know, I don't know, Coach O, but if you're idea, listening, but... we'd love to have you on the podcast, talk about football and or the lack thereof. Y'all, I'm going to tell you that the thing from this whole thing that about put me in the bed was, was it Friday night when Kirk Herbstreet said that he didn't see how college football season could happen? Oh, oh yeah. I'm I like, I can't, can't think about it. I can't even think about it. And I was like, Kirk, we're a long way out, bud. You need to quit speculating. I need you to not say that right now. I know. I'm having to look at it as uh, follow your example from your wonderful, hilarious book on the bright side. Um, and every time something that's awesome gets canceled, like the Olympics or college baseball, I try to think of other things I'm thankful that also got canceled, like junior league meeting in April and a thing I was supposed to go to to, to speak on a panel. Like, no matter how small it is, at least there's that little silver lining of I don't have to go to sit in a junior league meeting. That's right. Yeah. Month. Uh-huh. That's good. I like that, Karen. I like that bright side. I see you finding the bright side. I, it's it's funny because I think when we had Travis on last week, he said something that has really stuck with me because I was like, this kind of sums me up. Is it's not so much the day to day that's hard for me right now, but it is what he said is hardest on him. And I thought this resonated with me the more I thought about it. It's not having something on the calendar to look forward to, like yes, that. That to me is the hard thing to not. And I think that's why when Kirk Street said that about college football, I was like, oh, no, I feel like college football is kind of what's getting me mm-hmm. going right now is like that's motivating me. Like if I stay home, I'll be able to continue to have big expectations for Aggie football that will be dashed probably by mid-October. But that's such a way of life for me that I don't right. want to think about that going away. I know. Well, I'm a huge fan of the Olympics. And yes. I was a little nervous because I'm, I've got my family reunion only happens every three years. My dad is one of 11. And so it's kind of you, to get everybody together. You can't do it every year. So it it was going to be time during the Olympics. And so, again, the bright side, I was like, well, if the Olympics get moved, at least I'll be able to focus on my family at the family reunion. Oh. And now the family reunion might get moved. So, um, yeah. Yeah. My daddy said that the other night, we, you know, we have we have a family reunion every June and most of the time it's in Bay Springs. You know where Bay Springs is, Karen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he said the other night, he was like, I don't know about the family reunion this year. And I thought if my daddy is saying he does not know about a family reunion in June, we can all sit up and maybe, 
you know, take heed just because he is not one to back off of a plan. Like, you know, if he, mm-hmm. if he plans it, he is, he, he does not like a canceled plan. Unlike his, his, his younger daughter. So, <laughs> well, I mean, the problem with family reunions is like, it's an older group of people. So yeah. the last thing you want to do is get an older group of people and, you know, have something bad happen. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Melanie and oh. I have some plans for July. I don't want to get messed up either. But no. we'll just have to we'll just have to sit in it and see, I guess. We're just gonna have to see. I know the Olympics made me sad because I've always known, like since this is a weird look into my brain, but I've always known since the last summer Olympics that I knew that the next summer Olympics were gonna be the summer before Caroline's senior year in high school. And so I felt like that was gonna be such a family time for us to all sit around yeah. and watch the Olympics. And it was going to be before she started her senior year, which now, I mean, listen, the bright side is we're getting lots of family time, <laughs> not watching. the Olympics. So <laughs> it still has happened in a way, just very different than what I imagined it looking like. Yeah. Well, I think that y'all should maybe do a tiger King uh, podcast episode. And that could be an excuse to call in Ed Orgeron, your Twitter best friend. <laughs> That's it. That- <laughs> Now. I feel like he might he might know a thing or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, I bet so. That yeah, sounds like I a plan. Bet so. Yeah. Well, Karen, thanks for um thanks for making us laugh all the time. Like I really do. When something memorable happens, it's yeah. like that that Florida game two years ago where they cut to Steve Spurrier in the in the press box. And my first thought was, Oh, what's Karen gonna say? Like yeah. <laughs> like when something memorable happens, I can't wait to see what you have to, to say about it. So thanks for making us laugh. Oh yeah. well I'm a huge fan of y'all, so I very much enjoyed talking to you. Well, we've loved it. And you really are like it's it's I feel like I would have gotten off Twitter probably six months ago if not for you uh-huh. in college football. Like that yeah. really is because I'm like I'm not interested in anybody's opinion on Twitter, but I'm really interested in laughing on Twitter and you do that so well. So you're, you're a bright side for us, Karen. (laughs) Thank you very much. All right. We'll take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Hello. This is the last quick break in the podcast. And I want to talk to you about open fit. Y'all we're home. (laughs) We've, we've been home for a while now. And I know that while we're at home, some of us are working on side hustles. Some of us are watching a whole lot of television. Some of us are obsessively cleaning out closets and drawers and whatnot. And so you may think, well, I don't even know how working out fits into this. But I'm going to tell you, um, one of the things that I realized after about 24 hours at home was that without some way to exert my physical body, my mind was going to not not be so happy and so healthy. So that's why I'm so excited to tell you all about Open Fit. It takes all the complexity out of trying to figure out a way to stay fit at this current time. It's a new fitness streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. And OpenFit offers 350 brand new live workouts every week. You can choose from bar and Pilates classes. You can do cardio, you can do strength training, yoga, even guided walking and running sessions. If you wanna get outside, all you need is your phone and a pair of earphones. Every Monday, OpenFit launches a new three-week live challenge. It's a different workout every day for three weeks. And you can even connect with your trainer and classmates using OpenFit's live chat tool. It's really something. And for me, on days when it rains, 
and it's harder for me to get outside and walk. Open Fit is such a great option. The Extend Bar classes are really fun and hard. And I think that it's such a good way for us to keep our bodies moving when we are a little bit more confined than we would normally be. Also, Open Fit is affordable and accessible. Um, I know some places here in Birmingham only sell classes as a package and it's hard to make it to every class, but Open Fit brings those classes to you anytime, anywhere. So for all these reasons, I'm so happy to tell you that right now during the Open Fit 14 day challenge, our Big B listeners get a special extended 14 day free trial membership to Open Fit. And all you have to do is text Big B to 505050. Get full access to Open Fit, all the workouts, all the nutrition information, totally free for 14 days. So all you have to do is text Big Boo, capital B I G, capital B O O, to 5050505050. Standard message and data rates may apply. All right, here we go with the last part of 178. Okay, so. After hearing from Karen, um, she mentioned some things that, that I have not watched yet. So I was, I was just curious. We asked her what her, her diversions have been. Have you fallen into anything over the course I mean, of these weeks? Mine are really all shows, I feel like, for the most part. So like I said, we like we said, I haven't watched Tiger King yet. That's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Shit's Creek. I'm loving and I think I may start re-watching again okay. just because there's only two episodes left but it's just it's funny and it's heartwarming and I just so it's one of those um Little Fires Everywhere of course has been one of mine um Outlander has new episodes right now so that's been one of mine um I really haven't read very much which I thought I would do more of but I just I think I do better with like concentration wise mm-hmm. just watching something um, a lot of Instagram stories like yeah. watching a <laughs> lot of, uh-huh. and uh-huh. there's so many I mean there's so many right now there's so many because um, we're all home and mm-hmm. so I feel like everybody's got a story but it's been funny for me to watch all my fashion blogger people that I follow, everybody's really having to figure this out because some people to me are still doing like, so here's a really pretty dress. And I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to wear a dress again. I'm not even tempted to buy that dress. Like, whereas before there was always that, well, maybe I'll get it because I may have something. And now I'm like, no, I have nothing on my calendar. Um, so I do feel like I've seen a big transition to a lot of people being like, so here's a pair of joggers from Amazon, you know, like here's, well, what are the, what are, here's a question. What are the fashion bloggers going to do when, as they get farther and farther away from that last fresh set of highlights, you know what I mean? We're going to have a a lot of hats. It's a real thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's a real thing. I've never been more glad that I thought, you know, I mean, we laugh about how I don't really believe in natural beauty, but I will say I really don't get my nails done. I I have my real eyelashes. I don't get extensions. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, my pedicure, I can do myself. That's not the end of the world. Um, but like my roots are really my only big problem source right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, I'm actually more low, low maintenance than I would have realized that I was, but I'm not having to figure out how to like do my acrylics or anything like that, but it'll be interesting to see. I have seen a lot of, I saw, well, I saw Jamie Golden yesterday. I have seen a lot of hairdressers are apparently dropping off root kits for people Yeah. to do their own roots. Yeah. Um, I'm about there. I mean, like I'm about, about to reach out to Carla and like what, uh-huh. how, how can we handle the situation? I have an appointment. Well, I'm supposed to have an appointment next Wednesday, which obviously that's not going to happen. 
And today when I was driving back from walking, I was, I looked at myself in the rearview mirror and I was like, Oh sister. Yeah. Um, you look like a country music star from the eighties, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> like when, 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 when blonde, I, uh, mm. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Now, do you? Okay, so I'm curious about your roots. So when your roots, do they come in dark or do they come in gray or both? Um, so my roots come in dark. Um, th- now, there will be gray in there, but it kind of gets it kind of blends into the blonde. But and they don't come in. I mean, honestly, I get my hair. I get my hair highlighted every six weeks, so I don't get, I don't see them a lot. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, Usually yeah. It, it's just that um, I did not wash my hair yesterday. And so it just today, it's a little dirty. You know, you can really see it. I'm hoping that once once I get in there today and I wash it, it'll brighten up a bit. But um, yeah, but yeah and, and if I let it go, it would just be a dark, a dark blonde. Um, you know, if it just grew all the way out. But um, I don't really want to do that. That is not necessarily my preference. So we'll see what it does. Yes. Yes, I know. I, I, I got, um, which I have had good luck with. So when I was at Target last mm-hmm. week, I ran in there to get some stuff and I got, it was a John Frieda and it's like, I've learned that with my highlights, I do really well if I'll get like a blue based or a violet based shampoo. Yes. Um, cause that really tones down the brassiness of my highlights right. cause they start to kind of get real. So I've, I've done that. And then I saw that uh, Jamie at Family Savvy that her hairdresser had recommended that she do this Kristen S. Gloss mm-hmm. um, to kind of help with hers, which I haven't tried that yet, but I'm, I'm debating that. But see, mine come in gray. So like right now I've got about an eighth of an inch of gray that's okay. that's easing in. So really I can like some sort of home kit but that I just I don't know I don't know yeah I I'm gonna try my best to stay away from a home kit in terms of just because of the damage I have done to my hair before but I did think like like I got my nails done probably the weekend before they told us we had to stay home and so I've got I mean they're real bad right now yeah um real bad and so but that's fine I mean when I can I can peel the the gel off and I'll be fine I don't care that much about that but yeah the hair thing is um I may have some unintentional ombre happening um before here too long you know like where it's yeah yeah it's darker on top and lighter on the ends yeah I mean it is it is that whole thing that that'll be interesting to see because I'm like those fashion bloggers are serious about their nails their eyelash extensions mm-hmm. all their stuff it's like what do we what do we do now girls what happens now that's right yeah. What are we going to, how are you going to influence us? What yeah. you got? Yeah. Well, um, because the clothes I've wondered because I'm like, I just, you know, and maybe there are people who, who stress by or whatever, but like I've, I have, for, I will honestly say for the first time in my adult life, I have not been tempted to buy one thing like clothes wise. Apparently somebody was delivering something Oh, and she's got all three of us here. Oh, with an ax. Like somebody was <laughs> a, with an ax at your door. I mean, what on earth? Listen, David just told her she had to go in timeout. She had to go. Yeah. In, she had to go into our room with him. Yeah. So yeah. to try to calm oh, down. Goodness. 
Hazel is really going to be the person that I'm worried about the most when all this is over. Hazel. I mean, Hazel's living her best life right now. And I think Hazel's going to go into a deep depression once we can all get out of our house. I know. Well, Hazel doesn't like for, clearly, she's got us all three here. She doesn't like anything to disrupt that. No. Um, as evidenced Mm-mm. by whatever was just happening. I think Costco was delivering our coffee, I think is what that was. So, because David ordered a couple of boxes of our preferred Neiman K cups. So I don't know. What are your, uh, what are your distractions? What are you doing? I I feel like because my attention span is so weird right now. Now I am Mm -hmm. reading a book. I'm reading um, a book called leaving church that is by Barbara Brown Taylor. And it's really beautifully written. It's kind of like if if Mitford were nonfiction, you know what I mean? Like it's, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or, or if Mitford were autobiographical, it's really beautifully written. Um, so I've been reading that at night just to kind of wind down a little bit from all the stress of the day. Um, and, but I just have kind of been watching a lot of like YouTube and clips and Instagram and all that kind of stuff or whoever has decided to go live, whoever has decided to yeah, do a concert from their living room. Um, so I love, like, I've watched a ton of, um, of Leanne Morgan's comedy stuff on YouTube. She makes yes. me laugh. She's hilarious. Um, Ben Rector's covers, I love. Mm-hmm. And then our good friends, Garth and Trisha, you know. Yes. But yes, they're the gift that keeps giving. They really are. But I mean, I feel like I just sort of surf around. I don't, I feel like I'm kind of aimless. I don't know. It's been, yeah. it's been weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of same. I think that's why Instagram stories have really filled a void for me because they're short and you can fast you can click through anything you don't care about watching you know what I mean like it doesn't require much of an attention span and there'll be stuff that makes me laugh I love now our friend Bethany Bordeaux has been doing nightly hymns um, and I find those very soothing those are like those help me wind down and so and you can go back and watch all of them so I've really enjoyed those um that's kind of like this Barbara Brown Taylor book it's the same kind of thing it's soothing you know like mm-hmm. I I really can't watch the news except like I just kind of get an update in the morning and then I'll get mm-hmm. an update late in the afternoon but I can't I can't keep that on all day or listen no oh no no I mean I know it will not shock you to know that I've hardly watched the news at all so I just uh, you know, just somebody, somebody let me know when I can leave my house. That's right. all I need to know. <laughs> right. Somebody, somebody let me know. So I watch just enough to kind of just to kind of keep up. But again, I still prefer to read the newspaper. Um, and, and that, you know, there, and the, the stories in the newspaper, I enjoy, you know, just, mm-hmm. there's a little bit more human interest there. But by and large, it has been a struggle for me. Like I, I look at Netflix and I'm like, I need to watch something. And it's like, I just can't muster the the attention Mm -hmm. or the energy. So, but I'm going to do better because apparently there's some stuff I need to see. Yeah, there is some stuff. And I mean, we've been watching Perry and I before he goes to bed, which we may start Tiger King at some point. I'm sure we will, but we've been watching 30 rock. And like, I have been, that also is very soothing to me to just, it's familiar. I can play best fiends at the same time. You know, it's a good, it's a good diversion. It makes me laugh. It's, it's in a world where things were just totally different just mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Um, so anyway, that, that has been very, that's been a good diversion for me. So there you have it. All right. Well, everybody take hey. care till we see you again. Yeah. Hang in there, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Hang in there. God bless you. All you people with small children who need them, need to help them with their remote learning. Yeah. <laughs> 
can't even. No, I'm going to tell you, I don't know what's happening here, but I'm just assuming that we've got remote learning happening. Yeah, so, that's what Alex got, so. Yeah, he got up at 830 this morning and he said his goal was to, the way we're doing it is they get all their assignments on Monday and then everything's due Thursday afternoon at three. Oh, and, okay. then, and then that's there's no good. new work on Friday. That way, all your type A people aren't getting the next week's assignments and like mm. <laughs> blowing through yeah. them. And so, um, so he said his goal is to get everything done today and tomorrow. And then that way okay. he frees up his Wednesday and Thursday, which is fine with me. I mean, that's great. Yeah. That's so. a good, yeah, that's a good, good strategy. Okay. Caroline would like that strategy better. She doesn't like the day to day. Yeah. And then they have, the teachers have office hours, so they, and they have, everybody has like a a Zoom call, you know, code. And so you can call in if you have questions and conference with people. But, um, but other than that, you know, it's a lot, it's independent. And so I don't know, it's going to be good. Okay. All right. Well, good, good luck, everybody. Good luck, everybody. And we will talk (laughs) to y'all later. All right. Bye. Bye. disrespectful or certainly I don't want to be ageist but isn't Marlena (laughs) about 77 at this point look I haven't I haven't looked really close but she looks as good as she did when she was possessed so (laughs) she made a deal with the devil maybe that's what she did Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know of a higher compliment you could pay a person that they (laughs) they looked as good as they did when they were possessed in 1996. Okay, you still there? Yeah. Okay. Still here. Is Karen still there? I'm still here. Okay. I'm trying to hang up. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Okay. <laughs>